0: This is a podcast for curious readers. Welcome back book nerds, all my literary friends. I hope you have been having a great week in this like full thrust into what feels like summer instead of spring. Um, I hope you have been enjoying the warmer weather. I don't know that I have been enjoying it. I'm not a warm weather person. Well, I should say that. I'm, a, I'm not a hot weather person. I exist, like most Irish people, below about 70 degrees uh, Fahrenheit is where I'm most happy. Um, or maybe, some, maybe like 75, but higher than that. And I really, my, my pale freckled skin does not like it. But I hope you're enjoying the spring weather, summer weather, whichever you want to call it. And I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of Book Pros. This is me and Bailey talking about um, our book swap. So I picked the book Hamnet, which came out in 2020 and came out in paperback, I think, in the last year or so. And um, I loved it. And so I picked it and Bailey ended up getting my books for book swap. So she read Hamnet. And um, it's a contemporary uh literary fiction um it's a more slow paced read and but a beautiful beautiful language and it um is the story there's supposed to be the story of like how william shakespeare the events that inspired hamlet basically um and it's a beautiful story and i loved it and so this is me and bailey's conversation about uh this book and sometimes we get into other things as well as you per usual so I hope you enjoy the episode I uh, we're going to take a break in in the middle and I'm going to talk to you about some of this week's exciting events all right that's it I hope you enjoy this episode of me and Bailey talking about Maggie O'Farrell's 2020 book Hamnet all right so honestly, we don't have to talk a ton about this. If this just if we talk about this a little bit and it turns into something else, that's fine too. Okay. Cause like this is such a downer of a <laughs> of a read. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, we're talking about Hamnet, which was my book swap pick. Well, one of my book swap picks, and it's the one that Bailey you chose to read. Yeah. And you probably regret it. Well.
1: A little bit. <laughs> I
0: regretted it at first. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, that sounds like such a, like, little kid way to ask it. Because why? (laughs) (laughs) Because why?
1: Well, I got, I don't know, maybe 20 pages into it, I would say. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to like this. Because it reminded me of, I don't know. It reminded me of
0: the kind of book that you get in school that you hate. Yeah, I can see that. When we were talking about it, like, after you started it and we were talking about it, I realized that, like, as as we were talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of, like, it reminds me of something I would have been assigned maybe in, like, my Shakespeare class in college. Or, yeah. Or... Like, uh, yeah, like an advanced class in high school or something. Yeah.
1: Like, I thought the yeah. writing was beautiful. Yes. That's one thing I will say. I thought the writing throughout the entire book was really beautiful. Yeah. And I thought it reminded me of a classic.
0: hmm
1: And I was like, okay, I really appreciate the writing. I like the flow of it. And yeah. I like that the language used is very, I don't know, 1800s kind of.
0: Yeah, it's very much liter- like literary fiction. It's a slower pace read. So mm-hmm. like the do you, wanna, do you want to do me to recap it or do you want to recap just like the plot of it basically?
1: I mean, I thought the plot of it was mm-hmm. different than the plot of the the back of the book. Oh, okay.
0: What does the back say? I mean,
1: the back think...
0: Does the back say the same thing cuz I have the hardback and you have the paperback. Yeah. So does the back say the same thing as the in, like the, in what, what's the flap called? I can't remember.
1: I don't know what the flap is called. There's a
0: name for it, and I can't remember what it is. Just the... I should know that in the book publishing world. <laughs> I know. But I don't, I, I can't I, remember. I can't remember it either. I don't care enough to look it up right now. Does it say, isn't it
1: just... England
0: 1580? Does it start yeah, the England same way? England 1580, okay. the black
1: death creeps across the land, an ominous threat infecting the healthy, the sick, the
0: old, and the young yeah. alike. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so what made you feel like it was different?
1: Um, well i thought it was more about oh sorry (laughs) okay i'm just punching the computer over here i thought it was
0: more about agnes than anything else okay so yeah agnes is what who historically would have been anne hathaway but yes like his wife
1: yeah i thought it was more about her than anything else And you don't feel like it was at all about her? I'm trying to... Because it jumps back and
0: forth I mean, the
1: the synopsis, the back of the book, basically talks about how it's about the young Latin tutor and about Mm -hmm. Agnes and about Hamnet. And I thought the book itself, at least for me, I connected way more with Agnes. And I felt like the main character was Agnes. Yes. And I felt like the main plot really surrounded Agnes and you're kind of following Agnes and her journey and all the other characters like Hamnet and Tudor and um the like third party characters are kind of surrounding that one protagonist yeah. character, which is Agnes. Yeah. And so I, when, when I was going into it, I thought it would be more about the actual young boy of Hamnet. Yeah. Especially since the first chapter, you are introduced to Hamnet, and he's, like, running around, and then he meets... I mean, he doesn't meet, but you see um, Hamnet, like, kind of interacts with his sister, Judith, who is coming down with the Black Plague.
0: hmm
1: And then... Um. So I thought that that's kind of what I was going into. Yeah. And then I was surprised when I, when it was determined, kind of, when I determined that it was more about Agnes.
0: Yeah, I think it is kind of more about her character. So, like, the story goes back and forth in time between the 18, or not 18, <laughs> the fifteen. 15- 80s and the or the 1570s and the 1590s so like it goes back and forth in mm-hmm. time and the story is about Shakespeare and his family but William Shakespeare is never named as anything other than the man or the father or the tutor, or the tutor depending yeah. on which timeline you're in um, and so it's about his life it's kind of like more it's more so the the researched background of what we think the play Hamlet is based on. So it's kind of like the history right, around that. But the story, I think, is more about his family and about everything else surrounding. And I think Agnes is kind of the, like, Main uh, point. Yeah. Focal point. Yeah. The word that... What's the middle of a circle? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. Math. Uh,
0: the... Yeah. I know if you measure from the thing, it's the radius, the axis. right? But what's I don't know. I'm sure, we'll two, two book people trying to figure out. A is math it the word. axis? I think it I is. Don't know. Help us, math people. Um, <laughs> I
1: think it's the axis. But like, yeah, I, I think totally everything
0: kind of revolves more around her and their her love story, but her trying to like be Shakespeare's wife and his family. Yeah, I don't know because it's not about him. It's not about. It's not really about her. It's more so just about this the historic play and what it's about i guess see i didn't take it like that at all oh okay so how did you take it see i read it let me okay let me start by saying this i read this right when it came out in 2020 so yeah. i can remember like right it was like really right at the beginning of the pandemic and i read this and this is it's all about like grief and loss and processing mm-hmm. it and yeah. relationships and dealing with like It's all, and so I, this was one of those books I got to the end of it and I like sobbed and then couldn't read anything else for like two weeks. Because first of all, I think 60% of the reason why I like this book is because it is written so beautifully. Yeah. The language in it is just, it is, it's like really beautiful literary fiction. Yeah. It does remind you when you're reading it of Of reading a classic. Yeah. And I liked that because I don't find that, you don't find that in many, many New books. Or not, not ones, I guess not as many that I've read. I'm sure there's plenty out there. Um, That's why I liked it so much. But yeah, so how did you take it? So I'm so curious to know how you read it.
1: I mean, maybe it's because I haven't read Hamlet. I almost said Hamnet. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't read Hamlet in a long time. Hamlet was actually my favorite Shakespeare play. Yeah. Because I appreciated all the death. And I did. (laughs) I actually did because... Well, when you're... I
0: appreciated all the death. I did. Yes.
1: In um, high school, they kind of shove Shakespeare down your throat, and especially Romeo and Juliet. And I hated Mm -hmm. Romeo and Juliet. I hated it. And I still hate Mm. it. Romeo and Juliet is literally my least favorite play I've ever (laughs) read. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I hate it with a fiery fiery Mm -hmm. burning passion i just don't like the star-crossed lovers trope and i don't like the fact that they just were attracted to each other because they couldn't be together and that shakespeare i mean not shakespeare (laughs) (laughs) and like romeo and juliet loved each other because of how they looked
0: yeah and it was like the love at first sight kind of thing. The love like at first sight nothing. thing, yeah. and they
1: didn't know anything about each other, and then they were like, "Ugh, you know, it was so dramatic." Yeah, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna kill myself because I can't be with you," and blah blah blah, and Ugh. yeah, just like, "No, fuck you, I hate Yeah. You. That was never my favorite play either. It was just it's oh. such a bad concept of love. Yeah,
0: and I wonder why that's the one that they teach in high school, other than the fact that it has teenagers in it. Like, yeah. It just, I just didn't like it, and I honestly didn't like the humor in it.
1: I, I just didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. And so when Hamlet came in, <laughs> I keep saying Hamnet. I know. When Hamlet came into the scene, I was like, yeah, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. That there's, it's like, like m- murder betrayal. murder and revenge. And, and, yeah. and <laughs> revenge, mm-hmm. and there's grief, and there's death, mm-hmm. and there's blood, and, yeah. There, and there's, yeah, there's there's all sorts of stuff in here that I'm like, I can really get behind. I was like, go Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) And so ever since then, I've always been like, Hamlet's my favorite Shakespeare play. Mm -hmm. But then when I read this, Hamnet, (laughs) I didn't really look at it as though this was kind of based off of Hamlet. I completely looked at it like, this is Shakespeare. This is kind of An author who is creating a story based on what the possibility of Shakespeare's life might have been like. Yeah. With the wife of Shakespeare and the sons and daughters of Shakespeare and then what kind of man he was Mm -hmm. and what drove him to writing Hamlet. And that's kind of how I looked at it rather than um, the storyline being part of the play, I guess.
0: Yeah. I guess I don't necessarily mean that the sto- I thought the storyline was part of the play. I just meant I thought that the like this, this story informs, The what he put into Hamlet and why it's there. Like, Mm. what that play is about. Like, this is the, like, origin story of what that play is about. Like, that's kind of how I read it. It's like a a take on what that historic play is about, I guess. I need to reread
1: the play, I think, because all I felt when I finished this book was burning hatred (laughs) for Shakespeare for Shakespeare
0: oh yeah he's he comes off real bad in this and he's like like a self-centered little yeah he's a self-centered my life is yeah my daddy makes me do things I don't want to do and I want my life to be this and, and then he marries this girl and gets her pregnant and then or gets her pregnant and then marries her and then uh He's like, I want to be a writer. I'm going to go to London. And she's like, okay, I guess go try to do that. And then I'll I'll show up later. And then that's what happens. Except she never gets to London because a bunch of other stuff happens. And yeah. Yeah. He's such a
1: prick. And I hate him. Yeah. And I've never been a Shakespeare fan before this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wasn't a Shakespeare fan before this. But after reading this, I'm just kind of like, I hate him. Yeah. And he's a terrible person. And I'm so mad that he got any success. (laughs) Like, literally, even though it's fiction. But, like, I'm
0: still after. You're telling me you read this book. And the thing, the thing that... Who got most from it was that Shakespeare should not have been successful. <laughs> yeah, you're mad that he was successful. I'm I mad. I mean, I get it.
1: I'm mad that he was successful. Yeah. The author Maggie O'Varrell, mm-hmm. she really did such a good job at making me hate Shakespeare with a fiery, fiery yeah. passion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He definitely does not come off great. Like you're, you don't come off, you don't read this and think like, wow, he was a genius of his time. No. You he read was, it and you're like, he was a shitty husband, and an a horrible even crappier father. father until it was too late, and then he felt really bad about it and wrote a play about his his dead son, which is kind of what it is.
1: <laughs> I literally don't feel bad for him when at all. When say it
0: like that, it's even more depressing than the actual story.
1: It's not. Yeah. I... Do not feel bad about him. He shouldn't have yeah. written the play. He betrayed his <laughs> oh, no. wife. Did this make you hate Hamlet? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he shouldn't.
0: I was so mad. Oh, no. First of all, see, it made me love, because Hamlet was not ever my very favorite play. I mean, I liked it, but this made me love the play Hamlet even more. Well, I still <laughs> like the play Hamlet, but. Fuck you, Shakespeare. Did you hear that, William? She still likes it. Yeah,
1: well, fuck you, William.
0: (laughs) But this version of William,
1: who knows what the real man was like. He was probably a prick, let's be real. I
0: think probably there were many men in the 1500s who were... Pricks. Pricks, (laughs) yeah. Most most of them. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Um,
1: But yeah, no, I have a lot to say about this book. I mean, I... Tell me all of it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... um, I thought I was going to hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy it, but I also didn't yeah, not enjoy it at right. the same time. Yeah, you said that. I think mm. I honestly kind of liked it, but I wouldn't go back and reread it again. Yeah. I respect it. I think the writing is beautiful. I think the story is beautiful. Yeah. And I think it was a really powerful book. Agnes, the main character, is... She, I mean, she's not the main character...
0: Probably. I loved her character, though. But I loved her character,
1: mm-hmm. and she deserves so much better Yeah. than fucking Shakespeare, that prick.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's very charming in the beginning. hmm I like some of how he's described, and when he first falls in love with Agnes, it's very poetic. Yeah. And sweet. Yeah. And...
0: Um, I'm, yeah, I think I probably saved it somewhere. I'm not going to be able to find it, but I, I, that's what I mean. I think it was such a pleasure to read this because it was, it's so beautifully written that, like, that kind of, I felt like I was reading
1: poetry sometimes.
0: Yeah, because it is so well written and so, yeah, very lyrical and literary and beautiful. But I like that. I liked her, um, I like how they... I mean, it's all based on research and stuff, so it's not like I'm making anything up. But like the fact that she was kind of like this wayward woman, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who was, you know, kind of considered almost like a witchy a witch. kind of thing because she just was. She just was who she was, and that's what Shakespeare liked about her. Yeah. And then, of course, she got married and then pregnant and then just became the wife, and mom, <laughs> the wife and mom, and yeah. But I, I, I loved her character. I felt bad for her because they're that was just that's just the life she was allotted yeah you know what i mean and i think that part reading that part because you want to you want to when you're reading some of the dialogue between her and the man or the father or whoever you want to call him shakespeare you want to like say to her like no (laughs) like that no it's not okay no he cannot go to london for months and months at a time and Uh never come back and And not and sleep with other women and then yeah and not send you money or not send you yeah like yeah yeah Well, she has, I forget, she has two daughters, and... They have Susanna first, and then uh, Hamnet and Judith are twins. Yeah. She has, so she has three kids, Mm -hmm. and um,
1: Susanna, I feel so bad for. Yeah. Because Susanna's kind of like, in a way, the runt Mm -hmm. of the family, because she's not, she's kind of instead of being the middle child that's ignored, <laughs> she's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. She's not overly special. She's not... She doesn't have anything wrong with her, so she doesn't need any special attention.
0: Yeah. And... And she's the older one, so she just becomes kind of like the mother's helper, kind of, and that's just kind of her life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... The kids,
1: when their father is off, you know, in London because he wants to write plays or whatever, um, they think it's their fault. Yeah. And what really bothered me, I mean, so many things about it bothered me. was well, I mean, number one, like, they're living, Agnes and this tutor, this man, the husband, they're living with the husband's family. Yeah. And part of that is... The husband's father is abusive and vicious and mean towards Mm -hmm. him. And the husband's mother is vicious and mean towards Agnes. Yeah. And so it's a very horrible situation that they're in. They have Susanna and um, they still live there live there
0: and at the time but they live there because shakespeare doesn't want to work for his dad his dad was a glove maker Mm -hmm. and then i think eventually his business like he did pretty well and then his business didn't do well because he made poor business choices and just did stuff he wasn't supposed to do um and then um so they lived there with him but he but like he hated his father which i also found that part interesting because all throughout shakespeare's plays Sons and fathers don't have the best relationship. So like seeing mm-hmm. that relationship with his father, or at least in this book, you're like, Oh, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of that sense. Makes sense, yeah. yeah.
1: Which I mean, okay. I don't like my father either. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um It doesn't uh in in that time period he was such a he had a wife and kid that he needed to take care of. Shakespeare? Regina, yeah, yeah. He had a wife and kid he needed to take care of. It's not okay to lay down in your bed and be a little bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, but it's not okay to be a little bitch and be like, oh, you know, I'm so upset and I hate my life because my daddy's being mean to me and yeah.
0: um, he thinks that I'm a little bitch. It's kind of like um, it reminded me a little bit of maybe and maybe I don't know maybe if maybe this makes will make sense or maybe it won't but like you know how like in like. <laughs> How do I say it? Like in like family history where you have like, you know, the the generation that like worked themselves up from nothing and then yeah. their kids benefited from that and then mm-hmm. they had a slightly better. So like his dad, like that's what it made me think of. Like his dad was like this hardworking, like blue collar worker mm-hmm. and Shakespeare was like, I want to read books and I want to write and I want to be artistic and creative. And his which is dad, fine. Which is, is fine. But like a dad like his is like, no good, no son of mine is going yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Which I completely... I get where he was coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, Shakespeare's character, I understand where he was coming from and feeling trapped and feeling like he can't get out from under his father's rule and feeling scared because being in an, an abusive situation is terrifying. Yeah. Especially if you are, I don't know, weaker physically and if you've been abused your whole life. Mentally, going up against that is scary. Mm -hmm. So when Agnes tells him, you can go to London. You know, take your father's business and open up a new branch in London. So you can get away from your father Mm -hmm. and you could start a business there. You can make money for us and, you know, live on your own for a little while and get out of this depression and feel better. First of all, number one, that was such a selfless and beautiful... Mm-hmm. sacrifice yeah. from Agnes because she was a mother and yeah. pregnant at the time
0: with the two twins mm-hmm. and alone with his shitty family. Right. And he goes off to London to try to make some kind of business. Which is bullshit. Which he doesn't actually do.
1: Which <laughs> he doesn't actually do. Instead, he goes to plays or whatever yes. the fuck he does. Yes. And then decides that he wants to be a playwright, which, okay, fine. You know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Do what you need to do, bitch. But then, (laughs) he doesn't, I think my problem with him is every single decision that he makes is so selfish. Selfish. Yeah. He is innately selfish. Right. Everything about him is selfish. He doesn't do anything for Agnes. He doesn't do anything for
0: his children. No. He doesn't do anything but for himself. Like, he eventually becomes successful enough to kind of, to like have like move them out of the house and have a bigger house and like but even so like that's his contribution and that is all
1: yeah and and it takes forever to get there i think he does that only because i don't think he does that out of the goodness of his heart i think he does it because it's just kind of like obligation yeah it's not like oh it's interesting i love you guys so much i'm gonna yeah you know finally be a good father and no no a good husband, and I'm going to really devote myself to this family. It's like, ah, I need to get you guys off my back, so take this money and shut the fuck
0: up. It kind of makes me think, like, it brings up two questions, and I remember thinking this a little... Actually, no, it probably wasn't until you started reading it and we were talking about it that I I thought um, about the Shakespeare character in that light a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, because... I thought, okay, what would a modern version of that look like? And a modern version of that are people that we hate. <laughs> or, or at least that I do. You know what I mean? Like the the ones that they're like, don't live in reality. Which is fine if it's just you. If it's just you and you don't want to live in reality and you want to have a dream career that doesn't make much money mm-hmm. and that it just affects you, fine. Go for it. Go nuts. Um, but... To have a family and then not give up on that kind—I would say not give up because giving up sounds terrible—but to now to punish your family because Gave of your it. dream or because of you or whatever and let and yeah, um, like those people today are like. Those are the people I respect the least. Do you know what I mean? Like those types of people. So like you think about that, and it makes me think like, okay, well, we also call him like the greatest playwright ever. So like, does does being selfish and a narcissist and all of that like does it is it okay? Because it was Shakespeare. Like in the long run, do you know what I mean?
1: No.
0: Yeah, I don't. It's just an interesting question because like I mean, it is an it's beautiful art, but was it? Is it worthwhile? No. You know what I mean?
1: I say no. I vote no. Because <laughs> I don't really like Shakespeare that much anyway. <laughs> I just, I could really do yeah. it without it. Yeah. I find it boring. Yeah. And not great. And if that was actually who he was, yeah. fuck you, dude.
0: I don't know. It's I, I find it so fascinating. Because, like, I mean, probably I get it. Was. I mean, but a lot of my favorite writers, like, I could think of a lot. And... Because there's so many of them, most of them throughout history have been white men. There are plenty of writers that I love their work, but I hate them as people. Yeah. Because how else are you going to like anything in a modern time? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> if you, that's true. If you can't kind of separate the two things in your head. Or at least that's how I feel, because, I don't know, yeah. But, well,
1: I think there's also the whole, there's, nobody's perfect. I mean, no one's ever going yeah. to be perfect. Everybody makes mistakes in their life. Everybody's going to be a prick at one point or another. Yeah. Everyone's going to be a dickhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess it just comes down to like, I don't know, what are you willing to... Put m- up with? Morally sacrifice? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> L- yeah. Like morally sacrifice is like, okay... Does this. Can I still appreciate this Right. and acknowledge that you did something
0: shitty? Yeah, which you could say the same thing about Harry Potter books and stuff right now with J.K. Rowling, or you could say the same thing with um, uh, Fork and Shirt Balls. What's the. There's like a million of them. <laughs> I'm like blanking on every other author I can think of. But like there, I think there's always those, mm-hmm. too. And, like, how do you separate the artist from the art kind of thing? Can you do it? Well, I think
1: with a lot of those older older books and older works, I think after a while, they become separate from their own creators.
0: Yeah. They take on, a like, a, their whole other... A whole different yeah. meaning. Yeah, I think so, too. So, I feel like... Um... After
1: a while, it's just separate yeah. at that point. So it's kind of like, well, at least for me, I yeah. look at it like <coughs> Sorry. it's separate from the author mm-hmm. or it's separate from the artist. Yeah. And it's meaningful to me in a specific way. Right. Rather than, oh, I connect with this because I connect with the artist. Yeah. More like, I connect with this because of
0: this. Inside the work. rather Within than myself.
1: Yeah. Rather than... I connect with this because of the artist. Right. Because of this artist, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whereas today, it's more like, oh, like, I connect with this Taylor Swift song because Taylor Swift is amazing. Yeah, right, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, and if she turns out to be a horrible person, what are all of those things? How our dare Swifties? you say that? Well, no, it's just... I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, you're right. I don't want, like, this Taylor Swift's army of fans after me. But like it's just Don't an example. Ever say I'm that not again. okay. I'm I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's okay. No one's ever going to hear this. That's not true. Our podcast well, is like, beautiful. Well, like yes, some people will hear it, but n- hopefully none of them are Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> I,
1: I mean, hopefully
0: everybody that's
1: listening is a Taylor Swift fan. If yeah. you are not a Taylor Swift fan, you should be a Taylor Swift fan. Todd, I know you're listening. You're a Taylor Swift fan. I think fan. he
0: had your playlist on. There was a Taylor Swift song on when I came in. I think he had your playlist on or somebody that did. That gives me so much joy. Yeah. And that's not the first time that's happened. I know. He's put on your playlist, so.
1: That really makes me so happy.
0: (laughs) And I can say that as a, I wouldn't say that I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, but my five-year-old loves Taylor Swift, so I also love Taylor Swift. Yeah, as you should. She's pretty great. As everybody in the world should. She's an amazing artist, so. I know. Yeah. All right, bookstore friends, buckle up. I have some events that you are going to want to write down. So get your pen and paper um, or your notes app ready because I have some dates and times and information of things you are going to want to know. Starting with this Thursday is our monthly game night. So on Thursday 420 we have our game night from 6 to 9 p.m. in the shop. It is a free event, but you do need to RSVP and you can sign up on our website. The April games that we're demoing are King Domino, which is good for ages eight plus, and Sagrada, which is good for ages 12 plus. And as an added bonus, all games sold in store that night are 10% off. Also this month on Friday, the 21st, We have a reading time with the YWCA at 4 p.m. This story time is going to be focused on safety, consent, and healing run by members of the YWCA. There's no registration required, and free books will be given to the attendees, so make sure you write that one down. Also, Tuesday, next week, the 25th, we have our monthly Tarot Tuesday gathering. This is from 6 to 9 p.m. in the shop. It's a discussion and social gathering open to any currently practicing tarot reader of all experience levels. You can sign up on our website and check out more details there. And the big event for this month, Sunday, April 29th is Independent Bookstore Day. This is a big day for us because we are one of our counties, one of the only independent bookstores, in the area so we're going to be having activities and giveaways all day one of the biggest giveaways that i'm super excited about even though i can't win it um, is a yearly a free year subscription to libro fm somewhere in the shop on indie bookstore day on april 29th there will be a golden ticket hidden if you find it you will win a year's free subscription to libro fm which is a um audiobook platform that supports independent bookstores so make sure you stop in our shop take a look for that golden ticket maybe you'll be the lucky winner all right i think that's it back to the episode anyway Anyway. what did you think okay i'm gonna switch places what did you think about how they told the story of the plague getting to england Do you remember that part where they kind of, there were all these little chapters that were. Yeah, I did
1: remember that part. A little
0: boy, and then there's a ship in Italy, and then there's a, Mm -hmm. like, all of the, there's cats on the boat and they die because, like, so it's like telling the story of the plague coming across. And I was like, oh, this is terrifying, even though I know what happens.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a bit, um, it kind of reminded me of, like, a movie scene. Yeah. Of when you see a cutscene to, like, like a cutscene to cutscene to cutscene to cutscene. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Um, and I was kind of like, you know, I am the last person that should be reading this book. I know. <laughs> That's,
0: That's true. I literally thought that. And I mm-hmm. was like, you
1: know, this is not good for me.
0: Right. But the other book that I picked was called Sin Eater. And I thought that probably wouldn't be good either because she eats a lot of weird food. And I thought that would gross you out. So <laughs> so I thought maybe this one would be better. I didn't know you were going to be the one who got my books. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Sorry. I picked two like Debbie Downers. <laughs> I don't
1: mind the Debbie Downers. I love a good sad book.
0: This is a beautiful Debbie Downer, though. I will say that.
1: Yeah, but the the part about the plague really did freak me out a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean I, I was just like, well,
0: <laughs> because she writes and she writes it so well. Like the just the the minuscule, like the infinitesimal percentages of chance of things, people that had to be mm-hmm. certain places at certain times in order for in order for Shakespeare's daughter to have gotten the plague. I mean, and for to, like,
1: did I think in my mind, like, that would be me. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? I did. Aww.
0: You thought you were going to be Judith? I would. Opening up the creative dresses? I would be Judith. And the flea jumps on you? Yeah. Yeah. I that would be me. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, we all could be Judith, isn't that? That's the thing that's so freaky about it. <laughs> yeah. But, but it anyway. would be me. But Judith doesn't die, so that's good. Hamnet dies right there's that spoiler alert all right yeah well yeah that's a. um that's a weird part of the story though because he like it was like a magical part kind of yeah it's like it's like it's like judith the sister gets the plague and she's pretty she's really sick and the mom is treating her with all these like Herbal yeah, herbal remedies which which is much better than what the plague doctors come with which is like a dead frog or a toad or something that, that you're supposed to put on the chest of the person who has the plague and that's supposed to cure them which of course doesn't doesn't, doesn't work and agnes the mom is like you that's don't. stupid and it's yeah. not going to work i'm just going to treat her like i know how that's actually going to help her and she actually ends up being okay but hamnet mm-hmm. gets it and dies because he's, cause he's <laughs> because he's hamnet because he's hamnet yeah and he asks to
1: switch places with her Yeah. to God or to death. Yeah. He, it was more like to death.
0: It was kind of like, yeah, like he, they used to, like, Judith and Hamnet when they were kids used to switch places like twins do and try mm-hmm. to get people to not know who they are, they are. So he thought, maybe I can trick death. And he lays down next to Judith mm-hmm. as he thinks that she's dying and she's getting better and he's, he catches the plague and dies pretty quickly. Yeah. Ooh, that's the second
1: time I did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that, um, as the story progressed, I found myself more and more with this feeling of an ache in my chest. Yeah. Because I was just kind of like, it's so obvious where it's going, Mm -hmm. and after Hamnet dies, I... Was like oh okay it's over but there's still it's not it's, yeah there's still you know eighty pages left or yeah. however many pages left and you see this journey of grief wash through this family yeah meaning Agnes and the yes. two daughters yep fucking screw Shakespeare yeah he's not, so not much him not even yeah. he's not there he's not even there yeah. well, typical
0: yeah. um <laughs> yeah. It's like he goes away because he can't deal with it. He writes a bunch of comedy plays because he doesn't want to think about being sad. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. Um,
1: he's there. He ends up coming there after Hamnet dies. And meanwhile, Agnes was there when he died. She's been washing his body, which is something that you don't think about because when people die today, you know, yeah. the coroners come. They yeah. They take the body They do what they need to do with bodies. You don't have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to bury the body. You don't have to burn the body. You don't have to watch the body of your loved one decay. Mm -hmm. And yet this woman had to do that with her son. And it's described in very
0: vivid detail. It is. Yeah, that's the part. And I had just like... At that time, Ailish was two and a half, probably three, when I was reading this. And, like, reading it as a relatively new mom was, like, <gasps> ooh, that one took me a while to get past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. But it's beautiful. Part... It's such beautiful writing. Yeah. It's I mean, that part was very, writing. very yeah.
1: bone-chilling, I found. Yeah, it was. Just, like, the imagine, just thinking about
0: the... I'm gonna start
1: crying. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. I
0: just got my period, so it's like, what are you
1: gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm BMSing, so I yeah. might start crying oh too. God, yay.
0: <laughs> this is the perfect time to have this discussion.
1: <laughs> yeah, just thinking about like sponging off a body is d- disturbing enough, sure. let alone somebody that's
0: someone that you love. Right, and at the time, I think historically he was supposed to be like 11.
1: Yeah, so like a little boy, like
0: your young child who's in like fourth or fifth grade or fifth grade. Yeah,
1: right. And then her dickhead dumbass husband comes in with infidelity yep. all over him. Yep. And you know, alcohol all over him and And he
0: thinks Judith is dead.
1: And he thinks right, and he thinks Judith is dead, and then he's stricken with the fact that it's Hamlet I mean Hamnet <laughs> Good God. Either one. <laughs> Hamnet and um Basically, isn't he's not supportive at all. Yeah, he's he's not supportive at all. And I get that your son just died. I get that you're you're sad, and that's okay, and you're allowed to be sad. Um, but he doesn't stay. No. Yeah. They, I think they burn Hamnet. They have to. Yeah, they have to burn Hamnet, so they burn him. Eventually, which is disturbing enough as it is. Yeah. Unless you get one of those cool Viking deaths where they yeah. set you off to sea. then on a pyre. Yeah. 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 I'd love to do that. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. And honestly... It's a way to go. That'd be cool. Yeah. And ideally I want a dragon to do it.
0: Ooh. But to set me a well, flame. We'll see if we can work that out. <laughs> thank you. I will start working on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Caraxes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you you want (laughs) Daemon's dragon. All right, well. Daemon's dragon from
1: from House of the Dragon. (laughs) Because that's the coolest dragon. Sure,
0: okay.
1: I like that he's red. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he is pretty cool looking. Anyway. He's not my favorite, but yeah. I don't know
1: know if I have a favorite.
0: I don't know. Daenerys Original 3, probably. Drogon? No, he was not my favorite. I liked Viserys. Or Viserion yeah i think he was the green one the greenish one okay yeah well or that, that. rain oh, that might have been Ragar. i don't forget or i forget anyway i would like to be caraxes okay i'll try it to get that to happen so he can yeah. let you on fire
1: yeah well hopefully it's not for a very long time yeah ideally when i'm like 87
0: This very specific
1: <laughs> <laughs> or like 80, 80 yeah. 87 yeah. somewhere around there
0: okay fair
1: and I want to be on a sea on the ocean okay oh
0: like ocean okay that might be tricky (laughs) (laughs) actually cliffside
1: cliffside
0: cliffside on a pyre (laughs) let's try I don't know that's a a tall order (laughs) well get it done I want to be dumped into the ground while David Bowie's Queen Bitch is playing. That's my favorite song. Perfect. That's, my, that's all I want. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Yep. Anyway, anyway back to body washing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: back to body washing. Yeah. Oh, how thrilling.
0: But yeah, he does. He just bails. And he's like, it's like he he's in shock and then he's in denial and he just doesn't want to deal with it. And he just kind of goes back to London and keeps doing the like uh, party boy thing.
1: Right. He yeah. leaves after, I don't know, like a week
0: yeah. or two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. After Hamnet dies and he abandons his wife.
0: Because he's like, his... everything in the house reminds me of Hamnet. It's like, yeah. Poor you, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's what happens. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he just bails and he's like, all right, gotta go. I gotta
1: go back because they need me. That's, oh my yeah. God. That was something that made me want to hit him over the head with an axe. Yeah. And I was like, I literally hope that you die. A pain, I mean in London, a painful death. I hope someone murders you in your sleep. Actually no. I hope no I hope you get murdered and you see it happening. <laughs> and it's slow. And they tell but you But that's
0: not how Shakespeare dies, sorry. I know, which is so disappointing yeah. honestly. But anyway. But maybe this was a turning point in his life historically and maybe after this he becomes a much better person and writes He doesn't. much nicer plays. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. No. He learned nothing.
1: <laughs> he learned nothing <laughs> no, except not to true. become even more selfish.
0: Well, I mean like he yes, he goes back to London and he writes a bunch of like comedies and silly things and Agnes is at home being like, "Cool, I'm glad our life and our family doesn't matter to you at all." But then she gets <laughs> but then she gets word that he's writing something else and then I think her brother goes with her to London, right? Mm -hmm. They go to London. She goes to London with her brother to go see this new play. Mm -hmm. And she goes and they're watching it. She's watching the beginning of it. And she's like, oh, this is just more bullshit that he blah, blah, blah. And And then she sees like the character of... Hamlet who looks just like their son Hamnet and she's (laughs) and then she's and then she's like oh okay this is different and she watches and then I guess she realizes like the whole idea of it is like oh it's his he wishes he could have taken Hamnet's place and he writes the play Hamlet as a kind of wish fulfillment to bring his son back to life Mm -hmm. and to trade his life for his son yeah so it's kind of like his way of saying to his wife I get it. Like that, like. I wish it was me. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess is not his. I still.
1: <laughs> I still hate him. I still hate him. I don't care. Okay. Fair. That, that is literally, you know what I say to that? Poor you.
0: <laughs> you little fucking bitch. My, you know what my brother says when my, and his kids were little, he used to say, we should, should I call the wambulance?
1: Yeah, literally. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I just, oh my God. Go to therapy. Yeah. You know? I don't think that existed. I don't care. In the 16th century. Get help. You <laughs> get yourself some help. Get
0: yourself some yeah. help.
1: You are the worst person alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I see but I guess I didn't read it as sh- it being about Shakespeare, so I didn't I didn't think of it that way, but I can see how you would. Like I can see how you reading it. I can see that I can understand that, but I didn't read it that way at all. Like, I read it way more from Agnes's point of view, and more the, like, historical, like, as if you were reading, like, the history behind a, the play. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think I
1: identified with, I think I identified with it a, a little bit, mm-hmm. and I found it personal.
0: Yeah. I took it personal.
1: Yeah. And I was like, this is hitting too close to home for me. Yeah. I can see that. And therefore, I hope this character crashes and burns
0: <laughs> in a vat mm-hmm. of
1: acid. And I would like to watch.
0: Yeah, except then they come back out with a weird red smile and <laughs> they go around terrorizing Gotham.
1: Ew, no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not a vat of acid then. <laughs> Throw them in Mordor. <laughs> no, tomb. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see that. I can see how you would read it that way. But it's interesting because I didn't... Like, I think it's a completely true and valid way to read the story. mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting that we read it two different ways. But we both liked it to different degrees for differing reasons, too. Yeah.
1: Well, I think part of the reason why it upsets me so much is because you hear from... Because the... You hear from both of the daughters. Yeah. And that... Yes. Is really where it bothers me. Susanna
0: especially, S- I think, Susanna, was like... Ugh, Susanna that was a hard one.
1: and Judith. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's points that, in which Susanna even wishes for the plague to hit London, I think.
0: And close the playhouses, so he has to come home. Yeah, and close the
1: playhouses, so he has to come home. Yeah. And... Um, and then there's also another point in which Judith asks Agnes, which it, this part literally made me tear up, which was, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, why won't dad come home? Mm-hmm. Is it because I have the same face yeah. and he can't stand to look at me? Yeah. So
0: after Hamnet dies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: After Hamnet dies. And I literally wanted to scream at the book and be like, no, it's not because of that.
0: Yeah. But kids, I mean, honestly, having, it is so, so tr- sad and true, kids somehow f- blame themselves for everything. And well, which I is exactly remember what doing I... it. Yeah, but, like, you remember doing it as a kid. Yeah. And you know it's not true as an adult, but you, there's no, there's, you can't, there's no way to get them to believe that until... Older and they believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like they understand the larger context.
1: Yeah, I just. That really, really upset me mm-hmm. when she said that. And when I read that, I was just kind of like, man. Yeah. I have never related to a child more <laughs> yeah. than when I read this. And I was just kind of like, she's going to think that for the rest of her life. Yeah. And. Shakespeare can literally go fucking. You can
0: suck it, yeah. I have to say, it did. This book did make me like. I, I wish I could unknow some things about like from this book. You know yeah. what I mean? Like because there are things that like oh, okay, that does it changes the way. I don't. I'm not a. I I don't I was not a huge Shakespeare like reader or scholar, but I've read a lot of his plays and a lot of his poetry just. For the pure, pure fact of being a, an English major mm-hmm. um, and then teaching. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I wish I could unknow some things because it, it does make you, like, oh, okay, he was a dick. <laughs> but, like, not surprising, I guess.
1: I mean, I never thought of him as a great person.
0: I never thought of him as a person, honestly. I didn't either. Like,
1: I always used to think that he was fake.
0: Well, because it's taught to us as history. And so like, I honestly never, I didn't, just like we're taught history in the way, the way our history is taught in a lot of schools and in a lot of ways, you know, we're taught a very specific view of history that leaves out a lot of important information that you really should know. So like... I think, you know, this is just one, of, uh, one more of those things that you're taught as, like, this, he was a historical person, he was a great playwright, but we don't really talk about other things in personal lives that maybe would make a difference <laughs> to, right. to like, yeah how you would feel about liking someone's work.
1: I mean, I think everybody's complicated. Yeah. Obviously. But, I don't know. I just, I think it upset me so much because of the fact that I found it so personally. Affecting. Yeah. Affecting. And I felt personally attacked by the character. Okay. By the Shakespeare character. Yeah. And I was just like, this is hitting so close to home. Yeah. And I just hate him. Yeah. With a fiery, fiery burning passion. And I am fully standing behind Agnes and her daughters. Yeah. And if I ever ran into Shakespeare today, I'd punch him in
0: the face. Say, this is for judith <laughs> yeah yeah no i get that and i i th- had i thought of it that way i don't think i would have <laughs> recommended it to you that's Be- okay
1: i'm honestly oh, glad i read it
0: yeah i don't I'm not, I'm not this is gonna sound like a jerk thing to say i don't feel i don't feel bad about it but like i Why? think Why? <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but like if i had known that i wouldn't have. i wouldn't have purposely given you a book that i knew was going to bring up personal issues, but I think that's one thing that is amazing about this book, is that I also took it really personally, Yeah. but I took it really personally in a very Very different different way. way. And I think that's amazing that you can read a book like this about a man who has been dead for hundreds of years, and about his little family, and about a little play that he wrote, and hundreds of years later, it can affect people so strongly in so many different ways. I think that's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And it's beautifully written, so I think regardless even if you think you might love it or hate it I think read it because either way it's really beautiful <laughs> I agree but yeah I've,
1: no I, I agree it. it definitely took me a while to finish
0: yeah it's a slow pace
1: it's very slow and it did feel like I was reading it for an assignment mm-hmm. for college but I because really if you're into that kind
0: of thing but
1: if you're into it <laughs> definitely <laughs> you're gonna try no but I think it's I think it's worth the read and I, it did very much affect me. Yeah. And I find that to be the greatest of compliments. Yeah. Whenever I'm talking about a book, because I feel like if you're affected by some something, that is the ultimate test of whether or not the writer is good. Yeah.
0: I mean, if I, if I think back over the last couple of years, especially since I started working here, and I, and like being having access to so many different titles and being able to read so many different things easily um the one the books that I remember are these kinds of books the ones that like and not necessarily like depressing I just mean like ones that I had a visceral reaction to Mm -hmm. in some way like there are literally hundreds of books that I've read since I started working here that I read them, but I could not tell you what the plot is. <laughs> like, yeah. I could not tell you what happened in it or what the story, at all, or who one of the main characters were, because I read it, but I don't know, because I, I didn't care that much about it. Right. And, like, this is, I can handpick a couple of books around the store. That, and this is one of them that was, like, it, yeah, it rocked my emotional world for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it
1: definitely, it definitely rocks your emotional world, for yeah. sure. Yeah
0: so don't read it if you don't want that
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah don't read it if you have father issues
0: <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's a good that's a very good point that's it yeah disclaimer
1: <laughs> unless you unless you want to be enraged and yeah. like because then if you do then this is a really good
0: book to read yeah that's true because he favorite. is he is a real selfish piece of work From the people who sell you actual books in a real life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Aaron's Books.